It's National Aviation Day. So basically, you should do something around aviation, which I think that means that if you don't like somebody, you can tell them to go jump out of a plane. This is today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Thursday, August 19th, 2021. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Yeah, National Aviation Day today. This is actually to commemorate the birth of Orville Wright. You know, the the Wright brothers. I don't know why they they didn't help out the other guy. I'm not even going to say his name, but uh, apparently he doesn't matter. Just Orville. (laughs) matters in this scenario. I don't know. Uh, Maybe Franklin Delano Roosevelt liked him because he's the one that made it National Aviation Day back in 1939 on this day. Uh, Basically, you're supposed to do something around aviation. Uh, Make a paper airplane if you want to. That could be the the lightweight version of it. Maybe that's the 2020 version. (laughs) Now that stuff has opened up, maybe you can go check out a museum. I actually found a list of some of the best aviation museums in the United States. Now, I I didn't go global on this, and I know I've got some listeners on the other side of the pond, as uh, they say. So sorry, Uh, maybe come to the United States and you can check these things out. There you go. Uh, The Smithsonian National Air and Space Museum in Washington, D.C. is basically uh, everybody says it's the number one. I, I've not been. I'd like to go. That was actually my plan for last year. <laughs> Maybe that'll be my plan for next year. Uh, the National Museum of United States Air Force is in Dayton, Ohio. That seems pretty cool. Uh, Naval Aviation Museum is in Pensacola, Florida. The Museum of Flight up in Seattle, Washington. I've also heard great things about that one. Uh, and this one, I'm going to throw this one out there in Portage, Michigan, just because of the name. It's called the Air Zoo. And I don't know, I'm picturing airplanes behind cages. Maybe they're free range. I don't know. Uh, But the Air Zoo in uh, Portage, Michigan is uh, making my list here. (laughs) Aviation museums in the States. Okay, it's also National Potato Day. And no, there's, well, there actually, there probably is uh, a potato museum somewhere. (laughs) Maybe in Ireland. Maybe Ireland has the potato museum. I don't know. Uh, what I, I I didn't search for that, but I did search for the heaviest potato. Yeah, the heaviest potato. Well, it weighs in at ten pounds fourteen ounces. Uh, that's a big baby. Uh, yeah, that was grown by Peter Glazebrook over in the UK. And, and crazy, right? Just a huge potato. You would think that he's a a, a pro farmer. No, just a guy growing a potato. And I bet that the person that holds the record for eating the most mashed potatoes is also just a guy and a bowl of mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah. uh, German Andre Ortoff, uh, he holds the record for the most mashed potatoes eaten in one minute. Yeah, one minute. Uh, that was 1,120 grams of mashed potatoes. He did that back in 2017. That's a lot of potatoes. Uh, You you don't know how much that really is until you see the photo. You can go to the uh, Guinness uh, World's Record website and go check out that if you're really interested in seeing a lot of potatoes and how much this guy actually ate in one minute. Okay, World Humanitarian Day today as well. And actually, you can hashtag the the theme for this. This is a a UN-specified day. The hashtag is the human race, a global challenge for climate action in solidarity with the people who need it the most. I'm going to go ahead and say that's all of us. (laughs) I actually just did some interviews over on the other podcast, learning more 
Hey, there's a link in the description. I know I, I don't say that as much as I used to anymore, but uh, we're, we're, we're building an audience over there and uh, love to have you join us on that podcast. We're actually doing three in a row on climate change. Yeah, I'm talking about the financial impact of it. That was the episode that we aired last week. This week, we're talking about wildfire. You know, all the smoke that's out there, what's it doing to your health? Well, listen this week and, and you'll find out. And then water. Water is a real problem in this country. Uh, <laughs> there's too much of it or there's too little of it, depending on where you are. And we're talking about that one next week. Okay, and then to kind of cleanse the palate a little bit, I got to tell you about this one. Remember the show Candid Camera? I love it. Peter Funt. He is the son of Alan Funt, the guy that created it. And he actually also hosted hundreds of episodes of Candid Camera. Well, I'm talking to him in a couple of weeks. So you're going to miss out on a lot if you don't listen to learning more. So click the link in the description and there you go. I just did a commercial within the podcast. Sorry about that. But uh, this one, this National Day was worth the wait. National Soft Ice Cream Day. You know it is soft serve, right? Well, what's the difference between regular ice cream and soft serve? Well, typically, according to Eater.com, soft serve is made without eggs and stabilizers. That makes it soft. And then it has to go into this machine. And the machine actually injects air into the ice cream. So what you're eating there, soft serve, it's at least 50% air. And as we all know, air does not have calories. So eat twice as much is, is what I'm going to say. I, I somehow don't think that's right, but uh, give it a shot. Why not? Hey, maybe you could set a world's record. I couldn't find one for soft serve. So maybe we could talk about you on the show. By the way, I also could not find any free soft serve out there. Usually on these national days for stuff like this. There's something free. Uh, maybe go check at Dairy Queen or Carvel or uh, Mickey D's or something like that. See if you can get some free ice cream and uh, order double because, you know, 50% of it's air and fat free. <laughs> I'm just going to go with that for now. Let's just pretend that's how it works. OK, let's talk about our events for today. We start in 1848. OK, so the New York Herald broke a story about something that was going on in California. Now, the thing was, this event had actually happened way back in January of 1848. News went a little slower back then. <laughs> maybe maybe that was a little better. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have uh, Twitter. They didn't have uh, Fox or CNN or anything like that. So it took some time for news to break across the country. What was the news? Well, gold was discovered back in January of 1848 here in California. And... Uh, it took some time to spread, which means the people here could maybe collect a little gold. But here's the thing. This guy, Sam Brannan, well, he went to San Francisco and basically started shouting gold, gold on the American River. He was just telling everybody he's, he's waving his hands and showing this bottle of the yellow particles. And why did he do this? <laughs> he could have had all this gold to himself, but no. He's shouting through the streets. And then a few months later, it's on the New York Herald. And then by December 5th of 1848, President James Polk is confirming it in front of Congress, saying that there's gold in California. Sam, what were you thinking? You, you could have had all this gold to yourself. We could have been using Samazon.com. We could have been, I don't know, Sam Pull iPhone. I don't know. <laughs> Sam, you, you, you messed up, buddy. 
you, you shouldn't have shared it because it would have been all of yours. But I guess sharing is caring. So there you go, Sam. Anyway, 1849, tons of people. Uh, they call them 49ers because it's 1849. Came to California and to San Francisco or you know, if Sam would have kept it all to himself, maybe it would have been called San Francisco. Anyway, they came here for a uh, quest for gold. I say here because that's where the podcast is in California. All right. We move now to 1909, the first automobile race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I just find that crazy that this goes back to 1909. Yeah, that's it. I just had an observation for that entire event. Not much to say there. Just that. Okay, 2004, the search engine company Google raised $1.66 billion on its initial public offering. <sighs> Why didn't I buy shares of this? Yeah, actually, Google had been around for several years at that point and finally decided to go IPO. And still, I didn't buy shares. You know what? I'm kind of like Sam. <laughs> I made a big mistake there. Okay, Sam, I get it. I'll lay off you. Okay, let's talk about our birthdays for today. Born on this day in 1906, Philo Farnsworth. And he passed away in 1971. And who is he? Well, he was the inventor of the television. Yeah, there's some crazy stuff that happened there. There's actually a few documentaries about how basically the invention was stolen from him. Things like that. Go, go check it out. It's really cool. Okay. Also born on this day, Bill Clinton turning 75 today. John Stamos. 58 today. Nate Dog is 52. And Matthew Perry, also 52 today. Fat Joe is 51. That is your look at August 19th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ. I'll talk to you tomorrow.